This is not about uh, left or right. It's about right or wrong. We know you're out there. We know you're listening. Bigger issues. Just stop listening to the show. Bigger issues is the mecca <laughs> for news journalism. Look at the silt. Look at the fluoride. That's all I'm saying. Xenophon. How do you feel about building a wall around South Australia? <laughs> oh, well. Build that wall. Build that wall. Build that wall. Bigger. Uh, Bigger. Yeah. Don't be silly. Issues. Of course we can have a sensible debate. South Australia seems to produce politicians of a different calibre. They took our water, Amy, and they're not giving it back. I'm thrilled. I don't just want women to stand up. I want women to jump, fly maybe. Welcome to Bigger Issues. This is I'm the uh, music episode. In fact, Enjoy. I'm a bit of a bore. If I tell a joke, you've probably heard it before. But I have a talent, a wonderful thing. Because everyone listens when I start to sing. I'm so grateful and proud. All I want is to sing it out loud That's what we're doing this week. We're saying thank you for the music. Yeah, so this is Bigger Issues. I'm Lucky. And I'm Amy. And my name's Tom. Uh, uh, so we are talking about music this week. We're talking week. about music. There's A great issues. point raised there. Who can live without it? That's true. I mean, I guess that's something that we're going to uh, look into in this episode. We've got a few guests coming on. Uh, we've got Lucy Zola uh, going to be playing uh, uh, a cover and an original. Um, and we've got uh, Stripes, a hip-hop artist. We're going to try and do some little contrasting of uh, musical genres as well. Uh, doing an interview, and we've got Matt Hayward um, coming on at the end of the show to talk about everything industry. Yeah. Thank you for the music. This so is Tom's kind of baby this he, week. He's a bit. He's a bit excited because he's kind of a music. I think this is our, our most. Music guy. I think this is our most ambitious show uh, to date. Yeah. Well, um, he is an aficionado. He's passionate, so he's taken a couple of risks this week. So we hope they pay off. Mm. Um, we know they'll pay off. Now, talk, speaking of risks, we wanted to talk about the risks of. Uh, of bats again because you know last episode we did talk about bats uh, we talked about it in the episode before and we made a couple of mistakes in we want to make a correction to our correction yeah. let's let's say uh to do with uh bat rabies we have we originally were told by our science expert who i'm still very skeptical about mm-hmm. where we found him um that uh bats you know there were no bat rabies in adelaide um we were then informed that there there are we have since been subsequently a informed it's kind of like bat gate here uh, we have been informed that there is a disease that similar that bats have that is almost identical to rabies, but is not called rabies. So you should be aware of bats. So technically, there's no bat rabies in in Australia, but there is something very similar. So be just as worried as we initially made you. We don't want you to just walk up to bats and talk to them. Yeah. No, so them. as don't I said them. last episode, you see them on the ground. Sometimes they fall on the ground. This is where people get bit. Not, don't, don't often land on people from the sky. They're usually sick. They fall on the ground. Do not mm. go near them. You'll, you can get in trouble. Something like rabies. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm glad we got that out of the way because uh, now it's time to talk about music, hey? Oh, your favourite, Tom. My favourite. Uh, well, let's talk about um, something about... Actually, before we talk about music, let's talk about some feedback that we've been getting about bigger issues. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we have been getting a fair bit of feedback lately about a lot of different stuff... Um, a couple of different things just to run off. First of all, we're not talking about what was in the bottle, all right? So stop messing, messaging us about that message in a bottle or whatever it was. That was old. That's old news. That's already happened. That was a couple of weeks ago now. Um, who knows what happened with that bottle? Make it up in your own imagination. Mm. Uh, second thing was um, that, listen, people t- uh, talk to us about news and current affairs and stuff like that. And that's essentially what the show is supposed to be is taking you through news and current affairs and the big issues of today and kind of like what what uh, 
you need to hear. But um, unfortunately, some would say that the last couple of episodes, we haven't really gone uh, that in-depth about news. Not as in-depth as we would have liked to. Yeah, that's a good way of of phrasing it. That's a very loyally, uh, gingerly uh, way of of, uh, phrasing it. But um, basically, all I want to say is, last week we did party episode, um, this week we're doing music, and next week we're actually going to be doing games. Hmm. Um, And these are three topics that some people might look at and say, that doesn't have to do with news, that doesn't have to do with current affairs, and that is not the bigger issue, right? That's Those are smaller leisure issues. Uh, they may not even be issues at all. But? Uh, but, now, it's the same thing with watching Spotlight. What you need to do is just take take a look a little bit closer and maybe think about things a little bit more and, and what these things mean for your life. Mm. Uh, would you have even been born, for example, if there weren't parties, if your parents didn't meet at a party mm-hmm, at one point? Mm-hmm. The, these are these topics that you think might be a bit uh, trivial. Well, maybe they mean everything for you. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of, you know, music. Uh, I usually just listen to video game soundtracks and, you know, freak beat uh, 1960s. But uh, looking up this music thing, Tom, it really, it's a rabbit oh, hole right. and it affects a lot of people. I haven't realized how impactful music mm. can be. And I, like you're saying, Lockie, we, we are hitting on a big issue here with music. Just, just There was a, an article recently which came out saying that if you go to a uh, music performance once a fortnight... Uh, it can improve your lifespan. Now, wow. that's a big deal. That you is know, a big deal. There's, there's, there's uh, advances in medicine, there's advances in science, but we've always had music, and we always will have music, uh, which is, I guess, again, a, a, a yeah. hot topic of debate, um, that we talked about actually last uh, year in our podcast. Um, we did an episode about live music. Yeah, but this is more about music in general or even studio recorded music. Because mm. you do have to touch on that because some people, you know, live music, you know, you guys... It's not always accessible. It's not always accessible. Some people, you know, it's loud. Oof, it's it, You're close. Mm. Oh, and the smells, you know, who wants mm. to go to a bar? You know, if someone, you know, knocks a drink into you, into That's you just and horrible. it gets sticky. Sticky situations. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think, so we really want to make a distinction. We really hope that you have listened to the live music episode because uh, Lockie and I were really proud of, of what we achieved in that episode. Yeah, that was one of the sort of landmark cases that we investigated in the Bigger Issues podcast mm. uh, that kind of probably landed us this uh, this role that we have now on, on Radio Adelaide 101.5. And I encourage people to call in uh, if you have got um, stories about music or you've had experiences with music or if you think that we should be running more news... I see the I see the argument there. Uh, so that's seven one three two five thousand. Seven one three two five thousand. But yeah, we're going to go straight into uh, what we like to call our news segment. It's uh, the top three of the week. Bigger issues. Top three. Number one. Number one is iTunes recently uh, announced that they will eventually cut the your ability to download music. Mm, now that's a big deal. Yeah, that is a big deal. Apparently, was it the was it the head, some interview, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a very important person at Apple Music said they wanted to diversify, and that uh, essentially everyone's charging, you know, ten dollars. He said around about uh, for these serv- these services, and they're not different enough. So, do we, what do we think, guys? Is that I I actually hadn't hadn't heard this. Uh, so w- what happens with uh, your old iPod? Uh, my iPod Touch at home that has some downloaded music on it. Does that just go or I, what? Well, I think it stays. I think the downloaded music, you, you they don't, they're not uh, creating some computer algorithms to erase all downloaded yeah. the music. The technology's not there yet to just hack into your no, 2008 yeah. iPod. Okay, you know, now face, that I've heard that. Facebook might be interested in doing that. But I think Apple a bit more ethical, if you know well, what I mean. We're trying to not be biased here. We don't just want to throw Facebook. We don't say the, the e word. <laughs> you don't want to be talking about ethics. Well, I'm, you know, I'm kind of. This is, this is my music sort of this area. Is, this That's is what your I'm, area. You know, I feel okay. like you know, I. It's not biased if I know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, true. That's that's true in a way. But often that people know what they're talking about, they're kind of biased towards people that know what uh, know about that mm. subject. Well, uh, but I do think it is an interesting. We're we're moving into a world where streaming is becoming more common. Uh, you know, your phone plan typically has a lot more data than it does before, hmm. uh, and you know maybe people don't really care about the uh, ownership of of music. I guess is are you really owning it if it's uh, on a computer, if it's on, on a file, or <laughs> is it about that physical uh, element? Well. Or is- well, oh no, you go ahead. Well, Anne. I was just going to say, you know, I, I go on planes a lot. I like to travel. Mm. Um, and, you know, 
Qantas and a couple of other airlines, they're, they're not up to date with the Wi-Fi options yet. Mm, so how do I true. listen to my music? On the plane. I don't want to look, look at the in-flight entertainment. It's just modern family for I'm days. Su- I'm surprised because you, you always... I thought you were a movie, but I thought you were like, you know, maybe take your PSP on the plane. I, like d- games, I do sometimes, movies. but I, I need to listen to the game soundtrack while mm, I'm true, playing my PSP. True. Well, I just wanted to mention as well, when I went to America to, to try and launch Bigger Issues Super Bowl and Bigger Issues Sport International... Um, there was Wi-Fi on the planes there, and I thought that was a bit revolutionary. I thought mm. they would interfere with, with uh, the plane in some way. I, d- I thought that's what the, the point of turning your phone so, off was. So what you're saying is maybe iTunes is uh, catering too much to an American market and not thinking about how a little dinky Australia. Well, I think maybe iTunes has kind of taken up this corporate social responsibility uh, dialectic that has been, you know, people have been engaging in over the last decade. Mm. And maybe they're thinking, well, maybe we shouldn't let people be... Um, be broadcasting their music so that the pilot can actually hear what's going on on the plane so mm. there's no uh, That's a really interesting theory, Lockie. Did you bring that to any of the uh, stewards or stewardesses? Um, well, no. Actually, they they uh, started avoiding me after a while. Was that uh, after the champagne thing? Yeah, the Aww. champagne thing and the, the whiskey and stuff like that. Eventually, yeah. like, you actually can't keep asking them for drinks. No. Oh, they generally make a ruling if, if things are getting a bit yeah, unpleasant. Out of, out of hand. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think I was, so... It's kind of that whole bar situation. Sometimes you don't realize how uh, annoying you're being, but it's really important to be aware of... Uh, of other people? Of yourself and of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Number two. Music uh, scene in Sydney is just going down the drain. How about I'm not that? Sure what you that tell means. us about this, Tom. You know, you're our journalist. Well, constantly. Oh, I see it. I'm so sick of it, actually. I'm so sick of getting these email notifications. This venue in Sydney is closed. There's another one. Gone. Another one. Oh bites the dust. You know? It's just venue after venue closing in Sydney. And uh, I don't think music can sustain itself without uh, music venues. What's, well, what's the reason behind this? Do you know... Is there any like science behind this? To, why it's happening to, in Sydney? Well, I, you know, I think we're going to... Music is one of those things where people don't put a lot of money into researching it. And I think it's a real shame because eventually we find out reasons that things happen only years later. So I think in 10 years or so, maybe we, there will be a scientific explanation as to why mm. uh, music is failing in Sydney. But uh, at the moment, I think it's because there's uh, more people living in apartments. Wait a second, Tom, where did you get this information? Well, online, oh, not on, on unbiased. Have you uh, got any stats for... No, no, I don't, but... Did someone tell you about this, like a friend? Y- no, I read it, I read it. You read it, okay. Yeah. Where did you read it? Well, online. Do you... Do you I know what places have shut well, down? I haven't written. I haven't written it down. I don't have it in front of me. Are you? Yeah. Uh, this isn't like a political interview. You don't have to sort of like have a. You know, oh, I know. I'm just. We're getting a lot of emails about this kind of stuff, and and we really I, don't want to talk to you about Tom. It. If I get another call about you know some Sydney operator being like, oh, we're not closed. Why is Tom saying everyone's well, gonna? We don't want to cause people never to go to Sydney for music. That's. I mean, that's, that's not true. our intention. Maybe, maybe that's that's true. But if you bring this to the table, I do. I do think. <laughs> I do think that. Uh, we as Adelaideans have a uh, have a call to get peop- more people to Adelaide to Adelaide music venues. <laughs> well, Tom, you're kind of making Sydney sound like a bad investment from the music industry, and that's kind of, you know, some some people might even call that uh, defamation. Uh, so, well, I like Sydney. I've I've been to Sydney. Well, before, don't go too much the I, other way. And I and well, it's a great city, Amy. They have that bridge. They have the Opera House. You know, even if music's failing, at least the opera is still going to be successful. That's true. That's music. You can always fall back on opera, from what I can tell. Okay. Number three. Now, this one isn't music, but Lockie was really persistent. Yeah, in you erased keep, this. Keep keeping it in. Uh, on the document. I okay. Don't know what well, our number three story is um, ball, ball tampering. Nah, just kidding. Obviously, uh, I mean, ball tampering has to do with it because um, uh, ball tampering is kind of this uh, this dishonesty uh mm-hmm. and and you know it's been in the news for so long yeah and uh even the prime minister's been commenting on it mm. but then you get some dishonesty you, you hear of this dishonesty in other areas and it doesn't even get talked about so what i'm doing is bringing my my mouthpiece as uh, a bigger issues presenter of, of of essentially the spotlight of of uh radio adelaide and basically um i just wanted to talk about how in the victorian parliament the pairing uh, parliamentary convention has been broken by the Victorian Liberals. And so what does that mean? Uh, what it means is that the on Easter, the Victorian Liberals uh, decided 
that uh, two of their their uh, members, their conservative members, wanted to get time off to observe Easter. So the Victorian Labor government said, all right, well, two of our MPs will also sit out so that uh, we're even and no one gets an unfair advantage. However, when it came time to actually vote on a bill, uh, the Victorian Liberal leader said, well, why don't we just send our two back in there so we can get an unfair advantage? And oh. you do not hear about this on the news, do you? That's no, crazy. I've, all I've been seeing is Steve Smith. I, I know about what Steve Smith did. Yeah. More, more onerous cricket rules and stuff like that. People don't want to hear about this cricket stuff. It's I mean, of, they do want to hear about it. They want to hear about it so bad. But once you get past that kind of dopamine hit of hearing about the cricket, uh, you realise that it's not, it's not a big issue. You know what I mean? No, not, no. not compared to that. That's, that's wild. That's I mean, that's, sneaky. You think you, you think you have some faith in Australian democracy. Yeah. But, you know, and then you think you have some faith in, in uh, the Australian media. Mm. But you don't hear about this story at all. That isn't so I, I would encourage Bigger Issues listeners to, to Google this. Uh, it is very important. And, and even write to uh, the Victorian uh, Liberal Party because, you know, they will listen to you. The point is that they mm. represent you. This is what I'm saying about Bigger Issues being the mecca of news journalism. Where else are you getting this story? I haven't seen it anywhere. No, me neither. And I love journalism. I love looking it up. Not as much as Tom. No, I do. I, it's always open on my computer. It's like a tab. It's pinned. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you talk about being sneaky, underhanded, etc. Just just look a bit closer to home. Don't look all the way over in South Africa where, where an Australian sport team is doing something that no one can understand. Uh, look, look to Victoria, uh, where our very own government is, uh, or I mean, our very own legislature, yes. is uh, acting in kind of underhanded ways. Well, I reckon it's time to uh, welcome our guest. There's a guest? There's a guest? There's a guest? Yes. There's a guest? There's a guest? There's a guest? There's a guest? We uh, would love to welcome Lucy Zola uh, into the Bigger Shoes studio. How's it going, Lucy? Yeah, good. Oh, it's <laughs> great to have you here. Thanks for Thanks coming for in, me. you know. I guess uh, we've, we've got you on. We are doing a uh, original and a cover. Um, it's, it's kind of a, for, it's kind of a, a preset radio formula. It's like like a version. It's kind of like that. Maybe bigger version? It's a bigger, bigger... <laughs> like, like a version is what I thought was a good one, because it's like... It's kind of like, like, yeah. It's like, like a version. We'll have to take a vote. We'll have to do a vote on that. Have you ever, have you ever been, uh, have you ever done a like, like a version before? No, I've never been, even... Been this, is <laughs> this is the premiere. This is the premiere of your like, 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 like a version. version. Yeah, version. My, yeah. That's great. And it's it really is the cool. very first Bigger Issues, uh, like a version. We've had an original... Uh, before on on the nature episode, uh, but nothing like this. No, no. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your sort of musical background? Um, well, I started doing music when I was very young. I used to do musical theatre, <laughs> but I had a bad experience. No. Oh. And I quit. <laughs> oh, can you go into that a bit? I fell off the stage. Oh, that oh, is no. that's oh. a bad experience. That wasn't at the opera house, was it? No, no. Much, no. Mu much smaller. Okay. <laughs> but it was traumatic. I'd and I am someone who laughs a lot whenever anything happens, bad or good, mm. and I just couldn't stop laughing. And so I couldn't say my over. lines. Oh, no. And I couldn't sing, and I ran off stage. Well, oh. <laughs> and I never went back. Wowie. But I think it speaks to your... Uh, I guess... stick to yeah. Persistence? To, to continue with music. Yeah, it took a while to get back, back mm. into it. And, and so when was that, when was the most recent sort of time when you, you know, recognised, like, yeah, this is something that I want to take a bit seriously? Um, probably, like, a year and a half ago. Um, I just started doing some gigs. I was really nervous to begin with, so mm. it took a while to get my confidence up, but... Um, how, how do you think you found that confidence? Uh, overexposure. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like being in it. Putting yourself out. Yeah, well, I suppose yeah. making myself do it. I suppose you would have done your first show, not fallen over and thought, well... Yeah. I maybe I won't fall over every maybe time. Maybe I won't fall over every time. <laughs> maybe I can keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did actually in my first show, I uh, stepped on the uh, bottom of the microphone stand and it flung forward and then went backwards and smacked oh, I wrote I, I actually wow. broke a microphone a couple of shows ago uh, it's expensive it reminds me of that's, Radio Adelaide's microphone that we, mm. that we smashed that was when Lockie was looking at bats <laughs> I didn't break it but it hurt yeah. my teeth oh cool well I reckon we might go into your original now original um, and then I guess we'll talk to you a bit about the original cool 
This is just so great. The premiere of mm. our... Uh... If you want to introduce the song as well, that'd be great. Okay. Uh, this is called Stop. When you feel like you're always in the dark And you can't get enough of the thoughts in your head Maybe you're already dead But you just don't know it yet Oh, maybe there's a man in your house Oh, and he's sitting in a chair And he's waiting for you there Oh, maybe you'll fall on your face And break all your teeth it Something that they can't replace Just get out of my head Just get out of my head Oh, maybe you left something on And it will be your fault when the house Oh, it catches on fire Oh, maybe, oh, maybe they are Telling you you're great Oh, but behind your back Oh, they are sneering in your face Oh, stop Just get out my head just get out of my head Oh, maybe you're losing your mind Oh, and these dreams that you're having Oh, they're not a lie Maybe all the lie I'm alive Stop Just get out my head Stop Just get out my head Get out my head Thanks to you so much. That was great. Oh, brilliant. That was unbelievable. Mm. Oh. Can you tell us a bit about uh, the background of that song? Uh, that song's actually about anxiety. It's pretty much a list of everything that I get really anxious about and then me telling myself to get it out of my head. Mm. Yeah. Do you think, uh, has music always been a sort of um, way to sort of get things off your chest? Yeah, basically, actually. Um, <laughs> most of my music's actually me dealing with things. Mm. I usually, um, whenever I have a problem, I think about it for a really long time because I overthink things. Mm. And then I always find that when I can finally write a song about it, I've uh, gotten through the, the problem and I can put it into words and then mm. I can move on. <laughs> mm. 
It, so you think it usually comes right uh, at the end of that sort of Yeah, experience. I usually try and write the song through the whole thing and then at the end of it is when I like finally mm. can finish it. Well, do you guys have any sort of... How do you guys uh, deal with the anxieties of life? Oh, I kind of just don't think about them you know i just i just kind of try and go do something else you know play a game mm. you know yeah. uh you know listen to read a soundtrack listen to a soundtrack um, what are you lucky um i would say 99 percent of of the anxieties from my life are thinking about this show and what the direction of this show and and thinking about the criticism that we get that's true and so a lot of it is is i just save it up for for when we're doing wednesday nights and i will just let them have it people that are criticizing the show I guess something that we've uh, seen and will see for the rest of the show is that music does get a lot of criticism. Uh, and I guess that, you know, and, and I talked to Nick about this, about, you know, whether it's uh, a form of self-expression, whether it's art. And, uh, of course, art does get a lot of uh, criticism. Is that something that you've uh, ever experienced? Uh, yeah, like, people are generally pretty nice, but I think... In my head, I think people are being critical because mm. I know that they probably are. They might not just not say it. Um, but no one's ever really, like, uh, said nasty things mm. to me about my music. Only when I was doing musical theatre. That was a... That was a <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was when that you was were actively... That was a hard time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's... It's good, it's good now you're at a place where people don't uh, actively kind of... It's, yeah. it's probably just mm. behind... Yeah, the they scenes. probably they, That's they might want. think it, but they generally don't say it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, what's the cover that you've brought in to play for us? Uh, Wicked Games by Chris Isaac. Great mm, choice. Cool. Great choice. <laughs> I'm glad Amy knows it. Do you want to you introduce this one, Amy? No, no. You go. You go, Tom. This is your week. You know. Well, I don't know the song. I don't want to hear 20 years of moaning if I if if I take over your show too much. No, that's okay. That's okay. No, no. Well, you can you can play the song. Play the song. All right. <laughs> But you It's strange what desire can make Foolish people do But I never dreamed that I'd meet somebody like you I never dreamed that I'd love somebody like you And I don't want to fall in love I don't want to fall in love with you I don't want to 
Thank you. Just fantastic. You just can't overstate. You think just like a, an acoustic guitar and a voice can't do that much, but mm. then you just, oh. I mean, that's why uh, Ed, Sheeran, Ed Sheeran's tour was so successful. It was just him and his uh, guitar. And uh, I think there's, there's, there's a lot. Do you, do you usually perform just you and your acoustic? Uh, yes, actually. I've pretty much always just performed me my acoustic, except once. Except once. I've mm. played with a band. And I am trying to start playing with a, playing with a band uh, more, but I still love just playing me and my guitar mm. as well. Mm. Are, there, are there some other Adelaide artists that you sort of... Uh, look to for uh, you know as as counterparts, counterparts as people that you like to play with, or colleagues, or, yeah, you know, yeah, in the musical yeah, world, yeah, people you would kind of collaborate with, maybe, maybe hang out with, hang out with. Um. <laughs> Anyone you want to plug? Basically? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, I play with uh, Matt and sometimes Stuart from the Empty Threats. Empty Threats. No. Sometimes mm, I like that band. <laughs> Tom over here. <laughs> mm, I, I, I have known, I've been known to uh, hit hit the skins. Uh, he's such a music drums. guy. He's Does a music a very guy. Good job. He's he's, um, he's not overstated. And, and so where to from here? Have you got a, a a gig lined up soon? I don't actually have any gigs uh, on the horizon. So if uh, any listeners are out there, uh, feel free to call in and give Lucy yeah. a gig. <laughs> mm, you're listening That'd to be nice. uh, Bigger Shoes on one oh one point five. And if you want to call in, uh, the number is seven one three two five thousand. But yeah, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <laughs> and this is, this is the uh, Music Week, music episode, uh, music time slot uh, here on Radio Adelaide. Uh, we are Bigger Issues, Lockie, Tom and Amy. And uh, we're going to go into our next segment now, which is a movie review. A bit of a movie review. Uh, and you know what... This one, this one was kind of an interesting one. It's not the kind of movie review we'd normally go and see. In fact, it's one of a kind. No, it's it's definitely uh, one of a kind. Uh, you know, should we just say the movie? You know. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's called Love Simon. And yep. thinking about this, <laughs> it's a music week. Paul Simon is what I think of straight away. So I I you could say I love the songs of Paul Simon. So you love Simon. Yeah. So, so you I love Simon. Um, did you go into the movie thinking it was going to be about Paul Simon? I did. I thought it was just the whole thing was oh, going to wow. be about Paul Simon himself, but apparently not. Now, uh, Love, Simon, director Greg Belanti, uh, who is a director of just so many classics. So many um, classics. He's definitely the kind of guy you want to go to for for an in-depth and meaningful Real. film. Down to earth. Yeah. These are some of the words I've so seen thrown around about. He's he's done some very, very different diverse films. He did Green Lantern. He mm -hmm. did Supergirl. He did Flash. Great. He did Arrow. They're all very different films. All with a different spin, all with a different tone. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's great that the studio just threw him into something as complex as Love, Simon. Yeah. So, uh, Love, Simon, what's it about? Well, it's uh, it's about a, a teen, a teen uh, uh, young man who's a uh, uh, he is gay. <laughs> he's got a bit of a secret. He's got a bit of a secret. I should have I should have built that up. Yeah. More, but uh, no, he's he he is uh, gay, but he hasn't come out yet, and that's he's kind of dealing with that at school. Yeah. Um, there were some parts we found a bit uh, not very relatable. Would you say, Lockie? Um, yeah. Well, I would I would say there are some problems with the film. I think number one is that the character is not relatable at all because he's extremely rich. Uh, and that uh, he has—he's given a car for his birthday. He lives in a mansion. Yeah, his, um, his, it's, it's an unbelievable mansion. It's two stories, and yeah. it's—they it's, can give the, the the daughter gets some sort of you know uh, amazing. So, what do you guys think of the soundtrack? Though, I mean, it is Music Week. The oh. soundtrack is another issue I have with it. Uh, it goes along, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, and a lot of rom-coms, they just put in popular songs. Uh, that's kind of what Love, Simon had. We couldn't find a score. Um, if there is one, it's hidden to us. Yeah, it, it wasn't... I, I would say music wasn't good. The characters weren't relatable. Uh, the story I would say was a bit samey. The story I've, was a very similar to many before. other uh, of, of that, that kind of coming-of-age film. Um, um, and they kind of ignore that kind of intersectional idea about class and stuff like that Absolutely. that a lot of people like to talk about because the characters are really rich. But, but I, I will say, I think you'll agree with me, Lockie, yeah. it's such a seminal work. It's the first of its kind. It's the first of its kind. So I think, what are we giving it? What, what is our star rating? Look, I'm going uh, to give it an 8 out of 10. Amy? I'm going to give it an 8.5. Yeah. Just that little, because it is that, oh, I mean, you've got to give props when someone's trying something. It's the me. first film about a, a 
kind of a, a growing up gay that I've ever seen. Yeah, mm. that I've ever seen, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing that. It's been, uh, I, I love it when you guys do when you collaborate and do your uh, movie reviews. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's just Lockie's movie review. Sometimes it's just Amy's mm-hmm. game review. But sometimes we collaborate. It's we just a together. movie review that didn't really have an intro. Well, I reckon we're going to go into uh, my interview now uh, with uh, Stripes. Uh, a good friend and a hip-hop artist, and uh, I reckon you'll get the idea of uh, how this goes. Tom Thompson, reporting for Bigger Issues. Amy Briefly, reporting. Lockie Blakey, reporting. My name's Stripes. I make hip-hop uh, influenced by electronic artists such as The Presets. Also enjoy listening to a lot of Vince Staples, who I saw at Falls Festival. That was quite a good show, actually. Stripes hasn't just been hitting up performances at Falls, but has been making a name for himself predominantly online. With a personal approach to writing and the close relationships he has to his producers, he's been on Bigger Issues' radar for quite some time. Keep up! Having recently released single, Run Back, I decided to sit down and have a chat about making music for an online audience. But as an Australian artist, I wondered if his influence really did extend into the Australian scene. Or what about sort of seminal Australian artists like maybe Hoodoo Gurus or Cold Chisel? I used to listen to Flame Trees with my dad. Sure, sure. Counts. But I guess you're coming from a more modern perspective. Yeah. Coming from a modern point of view, uh, how important has the internet been to your music? Uh, Very. It's made broadcasting the content that I make possible, whereas previously it would have been a lot more difficult. I guess it really highlights the importance of having output of music rather than the importance of people coming to a live show, per se. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, drawing on... uh, American examples, someone like Little Pump who says whatever he wants, but because of the medium that he's got available to him, is able to generate a lot of popularity. Mm. This had me confused. Who is Little Pump? And how can you be an Australian artist without knowing Australian crawl? Have you got much feedback on, on, on people liking your music? Potentially, it's hard to say. That's a very uh, sitting-on-the-fence answer, but, you know... It reminded me of Bigger Issues play about the plight of the University of Adelaide SA Best Club. Maybe we should be more receptive to criticism. For a media outlet, we're all about the content. The news is the news, after all. I asked Nick whether his priority was the listener or where he's coming from. You always consider the listener, but for me especially, it's mostly personal expression and people can sort of make of it what they make of it. Mm. What what are you self-conflicted between... Uh, making music that you consider art and sort of uh, a more commercial approach? I think what has evolved as I've started and continued making music is that I make music that I think I would like to listen to and if other people like it, then that's great. But for me, at least, it's definitely a form of personal expression. First, to an artist similar, you know, coming from a... uh, coming from their bedroom... Uh, recording and putting their music online, what advice would you give? Practice, because you definitely aren't going to be as good as you think you are when you first start, and that's not to say that it's not important. There's a lot of tracks that you'll make that probably won't ever see the light of day, but they're still an important part of the journey. So enjoy making them, and yeah, just really focus on finding your sound. Mm, bigger issues. Thank you very much. And I would love to give a big shout out to Nick uh, or, or Stripes, sorry Stripes, Stripes. Oh, that's not meant to happen uh, But that's been happening all show, hasn't it? Yeah, I suppose so um, Well, Let's what are we moving on to? Our next guest, who is Matthew Do you want to say Matthew? Matt, Matt? Matt Matt's fine Matt, Matt's fine. Matt Hayward uh, I don't know, even know what, what to uh, put underneath your uh, name You could probably say... Um, 
music industry professional mm. slash freelance unemployed. Yes. <laughs> oh. nice. Well, you've got the experience and that's what counts yeah. on bigger issues. Yeah, Apparently absolutely. So. And you Apparently know what? You may so. not even be biased towards your employer, which is what we love on this show. No. Uh, mm-hmm. Unbiased nature. Um, no, no. We, I, I love my former employer. So. Mm. We, 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 have a, we have had a lot of experts on, the, uh, on bigger issues and typically, you know, they've been a bit, uh, mm. um, you know, we had that whole bat uh, bat rabies experience. We had a bit of a fiasco with with a uh, an expert that gave incorrect advice. Oh wow! We're uh, still dealing with the fallout of which, that. Which which technically it was it was the 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 intention of the advice so was still correct. So you're supposed to get rabies. No 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 no. no, no. He no, thought that you couldn't get rabies from bats. Um, but you can, but it but what you get is a, is is not rabies. It's a similar been, thing. I shouldn't it's have been hanging out you and playing s- with all those flying foxes. Mm. No, exactly. you should. You, no, you absolutely. That's shouldn't. what we wanted to know. Uh, just anyone anyone listening to bigger issues right now, um, please do not add to our backlog of complaints. We've heard we've heard we, what we you're know, saying. We know. We do not we go near bats. Don't going near bats. Don't These go near are bats. some pretty big issues, guys. Mm. I'm glad you're covering. Them. And, and and so, what is your uh, experience? Do you want to sort of give a bit of background? Well, I I, uh, recently have just departed uh, an organisation called Music SA, um, which is a non-for-profit music uh, development organisation. So we help contemporary uh, South Australian musicians, artists and performers uh, reach their full potential through... uh, uh, an advisory service through workshops and also through courses. And so uh, what was your role in the organisation? Yeah, so I was uh, the head of training uh, so ran a certificate three and four in music industry as well as went out and did some event management I uh, ran the Rock the Square uh, with uh, Adelaide City Council and a few other projects. Mm, we know all about the uh, Adelaide City Council <laughs> mm. Well, don't, don't get into that, that. Tom. We, yeah, we. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I like where this is going, guys. So I, remember, I, I don't have a dog in this fight. So uh, well, please, we have several. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, we don't have any dogs, and well, that would be biased. Uh, apparently, you've upset we're on babies, Cruz. No, 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 no. No, there's nothing like that. Well, what we get is a lot of criticism. Uh, that's what you get when you when you kind of don't pick sides. You often mm. want to team up with a big person so they can. Uh, so well, people need to understand it's student radio. You know, you're just doing the best that you can do. Well. I mean, bigger issues. Well, we go a bit further, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you do like the big issues, yeah. Um, but I guess, uh, and so what? Having taught uh, people about the music industry, mm. how, how how do you sort of frame your teaching uh, uh, to to when it when it when it's such uh, in t- an intangible uh, thing? Well, I think that artists need to sort of see themselves. Um, it, it depends really on how you view being a musician and what you want to do with it. If you see yourself as a business, you have to promote yourself like a like a business, which probably fits very well into the uh, the current Marshall government uh, that we have. Um, but then there's also things, you know, people that play music for the lover and creative expression too, and, and how to um, promote uh, yourself and how to work in a an industry that's very much a closed shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't a lot of doorways, uh, you know, open perhaps to younger people, not so much to older players, you know, so it's it's really having those organisations here in the state, and I'm also talking about Arts SA and the Music Development Office too, uh, are vital services for uh, performing artists. And so I do want to hook right onto that little comment that you made about the uh, recent uh, developments in SA politics, mm. uh, which is the uh, introduction of the Marshall government. What, what does yeah. that mean for musicians in South Australia? Um, I think, I think. Look, I think the the ship will uh, remain steady. Uh, the course. I think the. And this is my own personal opinion. It's not of any other organisation. Just as an independent music uh, uh, person, that I think that uh, the Liberals generally like to uh, not get too involved with projects. If uh, if things are working well, they tend to generally let them work uh, as they are. Um, that will definitely. I'm sure it will have implications in terms of. Life live music uh, venues and, and things like that as well. But we've seen that across the, weather, uh, the Weatherall government mm-hmm. uh, with the introduction of the small bars licensing and entertainment consent uh, changes to the law there as well, So, which was, you know, had a positive uh, flow and effect. 
So do you think there are some Adelaide uh, bands and musicians that have made the most of uh, their opportunities? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you want to talk about up-and-coming Adelaide bands, um, I've just uh, had a chat today with uh, uh, Tom uh, and Ray from uh, West Thebiton, who are obviously kicking huge goals uh, nationally and mm. now are going to go play in Europe. And they're playing at Reading uh, Leeds Festival and, and a few other festivals in the UK and in France and Belgium as well. So, um, I mean, they're doing fantastic stuff. Uh, and then you see stuff acro- right across the, spe- the spectrum from, uh, local uh, hip-hop artists like uh, Diaspora and the Playback 808 crew mm-hmm. who are really uh, bringing you know, forward a new diversity uh, in terms of hip-hop and this new wave of hip-hop, which is really exciting. And then you've got electronic artists like Strickface who are uh, really breaking the mould down for what you can be as a Adelaide home producer, mm-hmm. I guess is the best mm-hmm. way to describe it. Now, you're listening to Bigger Issues on 101.5 Radio Adelaide. Uh, what we wanted to do is show Matt, uh, who has had extensive music industry experience, uh, a little excerpt from the Bigger Issues podcast from last year where me and Tom talked about the future of music in Australia. Is live music dying out? What are your thoughts on this, Tom? Well, I don't think it is at all. And, and I regularly go and see live music. Again, I, I hate to use this word more, but it's quite encouraging to see just how well they're doing, how much happiness it brings to people. I think it's not necessarily... Uh, as much about uh, progressing music or like making it's more about the culture and I I think that's something that's been really important okay well I kind of come at this from a different perspective because uh, to me uh, live music it seems to be very much going downhill and uh, to be honest uh, about to become extinct we're seeing we're seeing an asteroid uh, fly into the Earth's atmosphere to destroy the live music scene. And I, I think this is very obvious when you look at look at the kind of pub bands that uh, have been coming about in Australian history. We've got uh, Aussie Crawl, we've got uh, Crowded House, uh, we've got Split Ends. Uh, these bands have all disappeared. These are the bands that have, have defined Australian uh, live music. And they've just gone. I mean, a lot of them are very old and they've retired and they can't uh, actually sing anymore or play anymore. And so you won't see them playing. But, it's, but at the same time, you've also got to recognise how the music industry has changed. And, and we don't have these big pop idol bands anymore. We, well, we, we, you have to go out and search them. It's... it's Music is, has come a, a long way since the 80s, and the, the record labels aren't just going to... People aren't interested in being presented music anymore. People are interested in going out and finding it. Well, I mean, this is one of the things, so coming from my background in, in politics, hmm. uh, this is one of these situations where uh, progressive progressivism, uh, just for the sake of progressivism, is, is just an example of, of something that shouldn't shouldn't uh, be coming around. This isn't an innovation, this is a regression. Mm. What we need is for Crowded House to come back into the fore. Uh, and if they can't come back because they're too old, train some people to sound like them and get out there and re- release some more Crowded House sound uh, music. I mean, it's quite a con- conservative view, isn't it? And I don't think that's held by a lot of these musicians who are uh, paving the way for the future of Australian Australian music. Yeah. It's not just, I, I don't think it is just about Crowded House and Australian core. I think well, uh, other other musicians have that was us a year ago talking about the future uh, of Australia's Australian music. Um, should Crowded House come back? I still believe they should. Um, Controversial opinion. Yeah, either Crowded House should come back, or people should just be looking at these these albums like Woodface by Crowded House and uh, and trying to emulate that mm. style because what, that was what, what you, worked. What do you think, man? That had to be the worst Mercedes College debating round I've ever heard in my life. Uh, Tom and I didn't uh, didn't go to Mercedes, Mercedes College, and we actually you did. Have, and we won. Have, we won the, the debate debater of what, the what year. Sc- what school did you both go to? We, uh, well, we can't. We can't. Mention, can't we can't. You can't mention that. That that was that was that was ill founded. There was it was not rounded. Your lack your your mention of politics was self aggrandizing at best. Um, crowded think house. Was, crowded house are from New Zealand. This sounds like a lot of the criticism that we get mm. uh, day in, day out. And like, just to hear it live is, again... That was like reading out an email. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I don't know whether to be physically sickened or appalled by this gentleman. Matt, that was before my time at Bigger Issues. Have you seen an increase in quality since then? I haven't listened Ever, I don't think I've listened to this. Wow, this is just toxic. It's more toxic. Uh, not more toxic feedback. Yeah. 
what, what do you what do you, how do you see uh, the music industry going into the future? Oh, look, I think uh, I think while well intentioned, uh, you both might have missed the mark. I think there are a lot of positives for uh, South Australian musicians. I I sound like a politician now. Mm. Um, I think that um, we're moving the state forward in terms of um, uh, contemporary music. Um, look. South Australian mu musicians are doing amazing creative things and collaborating uh, with people all over the world too. And those issues still exist for musicians too in terms of uh, things like getting paid correctly and uh, the tyranny of distance of travelling and everything like that as well. So I think uh, we'll still see a lot more success stories and, and you guys just need to keep working on your... Uh, Journalism uh, and your journalism mm. skills. Always working on our journalism. Yeah, yeah that's the that's kind of the, yeah. that's the one positive to take from that. If if right. we can get a final comment as well, what you know, we I talked about uh, what's happening in Sydney at the moment. Yeah, can you uh, explain what you know? If could that happen in Adelaide? Well, I think that Sydney um, is is a, a city generally that's based on the east coast of Australia. So I don't think there's a lot of geographic geographically it will be able to move to mimic Adelaide mm. uh, in any sort of fashion because it's a, on a southerly part of the country. Mm -hmm. I think that um, uh, in terms of music, no, no, I think they're two distinct uh, individual places. Mm. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, is this like a kick a Vic thing? Is this the, do you ever remember the kick? Kick a Vic. Vic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. What is better than that we're better than Melbourne or Sydney. Mm. I think we can all coexist, you know? That's, well, that's my zen. Unbiasedly. I think yeah. that's a really positive uh, and, uh, note to, a musical note to uh, end the show on as yeah. well. Thank you so much for coming in. Talk to us about uh, no, music. I appreciate it. Look, we, we appreciate the criticism of bigger issues and we have grown since then, but I do think we're making good, uh, good comments there. And just speaking of those comments, we're going to play you uh, just a great Australian song that uh, one of the songs that should be coming back uh, Tom, this is uh, Australian Crawl uh, Errol. Oh, this is a brilliant song. Love this. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. See you next week.